Today's bachelor party is sponsored by Sunglass Hut. Summer is here. Accessorize your summer wardrobe with great styles from Sunglass Hut at Macy's from now until July 8th. Get 50% off select styles from the Sunglass Hut collection just in time for your 4th of July celebrations. Be sure to check in for all the latest looks and great deals. And remember, Sunglass Hut at Macy's is your destination for summer style. Welcome to the Bachelor Party B-Side. I'm Juliette Littman. We're like officially in the back half of this Bachelorette season. It's flying by. So many critiques. People don't like Becca. Eh, it's, it's always going to be hard for the Bachelorette. But whatever. We're, we're in this journey with her. We are along for the ride. And so are a bunch of dudes. She's really whittled the feel down. And I think it's time to dive back into who's left and really, really talk about what we know about them. And who better to do that with than my buddy, Andrew Gordadaro. Hi, Andrew. Hey, what's up? Last time you were on, we were going over all of the bios. And that can just be like a crush of information. So hard to keep up with. Yeah. And stuff inevitably comes out over the course of the season. Um, I wanted to go back and talk about who's left. And I actually can't even quite remember who's left. I think I've got everyone. He'll let me know if I've forgotten anyone. And we're going to rank them from uh, not most likely to win or lose, but who we like the most and who we like the least, basically. Um, I'm accepting Blake and Garrett from this ranking, however, because they're so clearly the front runners that it's yeah. like uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so let's just get into it. Let's start with Garrett. I just kind of curious your what your uh, gut says about him these days. Yeah, it's, it's tough because... And I, I feel like I'm going through the same thing that Becca probably is going to go through just because I know I know Garrett's personality on social media and the, the bad things that he's liked on Instagram. Um, but at the same time watching him, I'm like, oh, this guy seems like a decent dude and like he's fun to be around and also not uh, a maniac. So like... He's a he's a good contestant, but I also know too much. Yeah. And even Ben Higgins, I think, spoke about how we need to get a, a different process for the contestants because of what happened with uh, Lincoln and Garrett. And, totally. Oh, it, Lin- it, Lincoln's still on the show, by the way. He is. Yeah. It's <laughs> I can't really believe bad. it. <laughs> and, like, they don't go out of their way to edit him out. We'll, we'll come back to Lincoln. But, yeah, Garrett's a real tough one. I think he definitely seems like the most fun person who's left, like the most fun person to be around. And I think that probably goes a really long way when it comes to this show because she dreads being around so many of them. But he also just seems like, you know, perhaps a person that you and I would would not agree with. And Mm -hmm. some real bonehead moves. It's come out that his wedding video with his ex-wife of three months is still on the Internet. You can go and watch it on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah, that's not great. Come on, man. You got to take that down. Get in touch with the videographer and be like, please, we're we're divorced now. This has got to go. Particularly since he said she was emotionally abusive. Yeah. uh, (laughs) I don't know what's going on with his ex-wife. That whole story came out of nowhere, too. It was just like, oh, all right. Yeah, it's a it's a con- uh, confusing one that I didn't see coming, but whatever. I think they got married like in Southern California, by the way, like near Los Angeles. Mm, beautiful, th- not Reno. I think. Wait, let me let me fact check that. It's definitely in California. It was called Newcastle Gardens, and it has a a barn and whatnot. So, oh no, it's in Northern California. I take it back. So it's probably close to them in Reno. But yeah, he uh, take that wedding video down, man. I don't know. I didn't I didn't search for it, but like I bet their registry is still up and everything. 
He seems to think that the internet is a place where people can't find things. I know. And it's the opposite. <laughs> it definitely is. I'm kind of annoyed because I feel like I, I, he's getting a good edit. Definitely. Cause he I, really he, is. He, he seems really fun. Is. And he also, he's become like um, the guy that some of them go to to talk things through, which seems right. like almost unfair. Like you're manipulating us into liking Garrett and we know better. I know, with the whole Chris thing that happened in the last episode, he was kind of the one who was playing mediator. Yeah. And he, I thought he did a, a good job, which was unfortunate. We'll leave Garrett aside. We've, he's too difficult to talk about. And I'll yeah. talked about him a lot. What's your feeling on Blake? I've only really heard from women about Blake who are very pro. Curious for the male opinion on Blake. <laughs> I'm not as pro. Okay. You're definitely right that he's he's a, he's a favorite. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm good with him. He, he seems like a cool dude. He... Uh, he did good smashing things, and <laughs> he's uh, always smiling, and uh, he's not annoying. So, <laughs> um, question I'm on board. for you: Did you yeah. watch uh, Key and Peel? Yes, some a- of it. Apparently, his Instagram name, which is Balake, is a joke from Key and Peel or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't get it because I didn't watch. I don't really watch comedy. Yeah, there's on like TV. a skit. There's a skit where a substitute teacher can't pronounce white people names. Oh, I see. That is funny. And that's why. Yeah. Oh. That's a good reference. <laughs> yeah, that is a good reference. Okay, Blake. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down with this guy. He seems he seems cool. Um, I think he seems like potentially among the more normal. For sure. For sure. He's just kind of emotional. And on the show, that gets you far because she's looking for validation. He's looking for validation. So he like emotes. But like in real life, is that appealing? I mean, you're... Uh. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would say mostly no. A thing that I did like about him, though, is when they first went on their date, she kissed him. Yes. Like, she had to be like, no, we can kiss now. And all of these other dudes, instead of having conversations, they're just like, hey, let's make out. And so I respect Blake for for not being one of those dudes. Not for being the the aggro dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I respect it, too. All right, Blake and Garrett, I talked about them so much. <laughs> We're, moving, we're leaving them behind. They're not a part of this ranking. Now, beginning from worst to best, the, the men that are, are left. Obviously, the worst one left. He's seven of seven. We just mentioned him, and it's Lincoln. How the fuck is he still on yeah. this show? Yeah, what's going on here? <laughs> I don't even think she likes him. Like, if you if you had to think of a high point for Lincoln, and this is this is kind of like talking about the NFL and like NFL players. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, Lincoln is in the bad quadrant. He was convicted of like a domestic battery basically so that's really bad and we can't forgive that but that said i mean it's just it's not even that said like that's just really bad but on this show specifically like has he even had like a good moment to point to that would explain why he's still around no i like the most camera time he got was when he cried because someone threw a photo into a pool. <laughs> like, that was his moment. That's the only time he's been the focus of this season. Yeah. And then that is, like, probably his highlight and his low light because that's really all he has. And then not knowing the word Dankeschön. Yeah. And also being a flat earther, this guy's just like, oh, I such, forgot. This guy's garbage. That was his, that was the low light. Terrible. Yes, the uh, flat Earth bit. I that from to me. I discussed this a little bit. That to me was like that was in the episode that came out immediately following mm-hmm. um, the revelation that he um, has his conviction. And I don't understand why, if you're Warner Brothers or ABC, why you don't go back and edit that out because like you have the opportunity to. And if you if you remove it from the episode, literally nothing changes. Right. Yeah. We don't need to see him being like this cute idiot or whatever they were trying to show him as. 
There's so many more flat earthers out there than I knew. Like I thought Kyrie Irving was a it's anomaly. It's so silly. Yeah. But it's so ridiculous. I don't really get it. Like have they ever seen a globe? I don't know. I don't know. Kyrie's Kyrie's his whole thing is like, let's just ask questions, man. I know. And you know, some questions have answers. Lincoln's not even asking questions. He's just saying dumb shit. Totally. And and he just he just seems dumb, like in general. Yeah. Yeah, I 100% agree. I think he's just stupid. <laughs> I, I completely agree with you. Um, okay, number six, Chris. Chris had a big week. Uh, oh he was pretty rough. Who do you think Chris looks like? There's a lot of celebrity doppelgangers out there for him. Who, God, who do you I, think I'm it still, is? I still think there's one out there that like, when it finally crosses my mind, I'm going to like have a heart attack because it'll just be so perfect. It's but, like when the beat drops, you'll know it. Right. <laughs> yeah, right now uh I think it's the it's a mix between like a character that Ben Stiller would play if he was hosting SNL. Yeah, it's kind of like the Adam Goldberg version of right. of Ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's it's a hybrid between those two. Um God, I can't stand this guy. Me neither. I'm just going to read to you from his LinkedIn profile. (laughs) (laughs) He is the CEO and founder at Dominant Sales Training. He Mm -hmm. is a global sales leader, a dominant sales coach and mentor, and most importantly, a sales enthusiast. (laughs) 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 And this is what he says about himself. As the CEO and founder of Dominant Sales Training, at Dominant Sales Training, we want to solve the biggest problems sales professionals and sales companies face. All caps, growth, development, and consistency. We truly believe in the transformative power of a sales rep's raw skills and attributes combined with their ability to grow and develop into becoming a dominant sales professional. (laughs) Being a dominant sales professional comes from effective coaching, mentoring, guidance, and direction from an individual that has a heavily vested interest into that sales professional's success. (laughs) When understanding sales professionals inside and out, you create not only a winning culture, but a consistent growth plan, enabling your sales professionals to continuously excel at a higher level day by day. Sales training works best when it's personalized, meaning sales trainers and managers must deliver relevant direct communication whenever it comes to growth and development of their sales professionals. When it comes to increasing the raw skill sets and attributes of a sales professional, the dominant sales training platform is a perfect solution. Okay, I definitely just wasted a minute reading that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) But... He talks about, like, I think that this company, as far as I could tell, is, like, kind of like being, like, a life coach for someone who works in sales. Is that yeah. is that correct? Sure. I don't, uh, I don't know what else this company does. And I went to the website of Dominant Sales Training, <laughs> and, like, it's basically impossible to figure it out. Like, if you go to, like, About Us, there's no, inf- there's no information. So, like, there's also no evidence that anyone else works there other than Chris. <laughs> So I think he might just be a life coach for sales train for salespeople, but I don't know if he has any other salespeople that he actually works with or works for. How enthusiastic are you about sales? Um, extremely low. Have you ever worked? <laughs> I've had two jobs related to retail. One is I worked in a bookstore when I was in college, and no one came into the store after like the first week of classes because they had all their books. And yeah. so it was uh, 2006. So I just watched all of Degrassi on YouTube. That's how I awesome. how I came to love Drake. And the other was I used to, my first job at McSweeney's, the publishing company. I we used to do direct to consumer book sales, and so I would like I did customer service and like would sell books and stuff. And <laughs> um, <laughs> that kind of sales I was not passionate about. I don't even know what kind of sales he's talking. Talking about and like sales, that word is tossed around, particularly with bachelor the bachelorette contestants. But I don't even get it. Yeah, this is this website is truly weird. 
you I, click on team and it just takes you to, <laughs> to like a paragraph about how team building is good. Like not that there's people actually working at the company. It seems like a hoax and it was like made to get him on the show or something. For sure, yeah. It's really, it's honestly just disturbing and really weird. And he, he seems like he's kind of ragey. He's so questionable. He speaks in like abusive, abusive terms. Like his opening line to her after he had spent a full episode ignoring her, he sat down and he goes, you owe me about 50,000 kisses. Yes. That was really creepy. Ew. What are you doing? I know. That's so freaking weird. Uh, this guy is just hard to look at, hard to watch. Um, it's really true. I hope he leaves soon. Also, I find his clothing to be really questionable. Yeah, not totally. Uh, not into it. He was wearing that like jacket that looked like it was from Forever 21 on the one-on-one date with the, like, it's a jacket that I wanted like about eight years ago. <laughs> That's like it's, like, it's almost like a denim vest that has like sweatshirt sleeves and hood attached to it. Yes. I really got- wanted it. He's got to be gone next episode. He's got to. I, I mean, that was obviously a producer pick that sure. he had to stay. I would have liked John the Venmo Man to stay longer. Me too. Poor John. John the Venmo Man's headed to paradise, though. So he's. I, I bet he finds love. He's Someone's pr- going to get rich. He seems like the real catch of the season, to be honest. Yeah. He's a normal guy. Like Not just saying because he's rich, I swear. Extremely rich, like which helps. <laughs> it does help. That's <laughs> true. Okay, number five of seven in this list. Colton. Do you like Colton? Uh no, I I don't I don't feel very much for Colton. I don't I don't dislike him that much, but I I don't think he's doing doing that much. So, he talked about his ex on this on the episode this week and I I didn't really get into this. But the ex he was referring to was Allie Raisman. Yeah, the, I enjoyed this. The gymnast. <laughs> I really enjoyed this background info. Um it's really weird when this happens often on the show when a contestant will be like talk about their past loves and heartbreak and whatever. It's very weird that to then when it's not like Ari talking about Emily or Becca talking about Ari when it's like actually just like another famous person and he's just talking about her. It was um, very, very strange. I I don't even know. Like the Allie Raisman Colton thing has been really overexposed. And this is the problem with Colton in general that I think he's been overexposed and he's not even in the finals yet or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just bizarre that he was referring to Allie Raisman. I wonder if um, Becca got got to know that while filming was going on. Yeah, he he definitely didn't really explain like, oh, I asked her out like via social media or whatever it was. (laughs) That's his move. (laughs) Yeah, and then six months later, they they were apparently in love. Um, But and he said, I've only been in love once, so it was hard because you don't feel like you're enough or you feel like you're missing something. I mean, he might have been missing gold medals. He might have been missing like another level (laughs) of of professionality, as Jordan might say. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. He, uh, the one thing he seems to be that's going for him is that he's just massively buff. Massively buff and probably the most traditionally handsome of the guys that are left. Yeah. Most closely resembles a, a Ken doll. He doesn't have to work too hard yeah. to, to get Becca's attention. Colton, like the, some of the rest of these dudes, he doesn't really have like a high point. I'm not like, yeah, that was the moment where I was like, yeah, she should consider him. And as we do this exercise, I'm like, do they ever have guys where you're like, oh, he was great here and this is why? I, the only person I can really think of is Ben, and that's just because I'm obsessed with him. <laughs> ben Ben's post-coital walk after the fantasy suite in Ireland with Caitlin was so funny and, like, obvious. <laughs> um, I was really into that. But Colton also only got lowlights. Can't think of a highlight for yeah. this guy. Yeah, just, like, unconvincingly telling Becca that he wasn't hoping it was Tia. 
I know. It's pretty much his thing. That was rough. Do you think that the spoiler culture of the show, in the case of Colton, like we know more about him than we would like three or four years ago. Do you think that hurts or helps the show? Uh, I, th- I think it hurts it. Like we know a little too much and I guess we're we're basing in some ways, I guess it helps because like it. It's nice to be able to base your opinion of Garrett on like real actual things. information. Yeah, um, not how he mediates Chris's rage. Exactly, but like just for the sh- show viewing purposes, it's kind of it's kind of nice to just go in completely blind as as the Bachelor or Bachelorette does. It's a little bit less fun, but it also makes Colton kind of a richer character because we haven't gotten that much right. from him. Like if he told this story without us knowing that it was about Ali Raisman, it I, it would have been completely unmemorable would never have thought about it yeah, at all. completely. And yeah. other than that, he's mostly just been like, oh, this camel. <laughs> We're on a camel now. Cool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The camel thing was so silly. Nick Vial pointed out it was like a humping re- reference mm. or joke, but... Didn't, yeah, didn't get that. <laughs> me neither. I, that like went straight <laughs> over my head. And also, I guess, with do they do it with Colton? Because he... Doesn't have sex, or supposedly. I heard a good. Oh, I heard a good rumor, true. or that someone suggested Ooh, about this. Me. The rumor was that he said that he was a virgin, so that he didn't have to have sex with Becca and could go back to Tia afterwards. Basically, wow. But like, there's plenty of reasons to say no to having sex without being a virgin. Yeah, yeah. just being <laughs> That's like the no. Extreme. <laughs> yeah, like every person who declines to have sex with someone they're like on a date with, or maybe like makes out with, like. It's not just because they don't have their celibate or whatever. I mean, there's, right. there's many steps in between. <laughs> oh, I hope that's the reason. That would be great. I don't know. It's the whole thing is weird. I'm actually looking forward to Paradise because of the Tia thing, and I think I, I might not be otherwise. So, yeah, that'll at be. Le- fun. At least there's that to help us. Okay, we're gonna get to the other four, but first, let's talk about today's sponsors. Summer is here, meaning warmer days filled with more hours of daylight and more sun. Protect your eyes and accessorize your summer wardrobe with an incredible range of premium sunglasses for every style and personality from Sunglass Hut at Macy's. Express yourself with on-trend sunglasses, polar protection lenses, and fresh looks. With upcoming outdoor barbecues, pool parties, and summer vacations, now is the perfect time to visit a Sunglass Hut at Macy's to find the perfect pair of shades so you can safely and stylishly soak up the sun. As a special gift to you, from now until July 8th, get 50% off select styles from Sunglass Hut Collection just in time for the 4th of July holiday. Be sure to check in for all the latest looks and great deals. And remember, Sunglass Hut at Macy's is your destination for summer style. Today's podcast is also sponsored by Lola. We care about the ingredients in our food and our beauty products. Why shouldn't the same be true for our feminine sexual health care products? Made with organic cotton, Lola's line of period products are 100% natural and 100% easy to feel good about. And to make your month a little easier, Lola offers a fully customizable period product subscription and lets you choose your ideal mix of products, absorbency, and frequency of delivery. Choose from organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, or add a box of each. It's super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel at any time. And now, Lola even offers sex products, including condoms, cleansing wipes, and a personal lube that are all gynecologist approved and specifically formulated to help maintain vaginal pH. Available for the one-off purchase or to add to your period subscription. Plus, for every purchase made, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. 
I got all these Lola products. They came straight to my door. I got everything they're advertising. I got the lube. I got the wipes. I got the condoms and every absorbency of tampon. It's a great service. And it's true. Why don't we care more about what we're using down there? We really should. So if you do care and you want to try this out, you can get 40% off your order at visitmylola.com and enter Bachelor to get started. That's mylola.com. Enter Bachelor and you get 40% off. Okay. And now more of the show. All right, the top four of likability. This, I, this is where I'm kind of curious about your specific rankings because seven to five are obvious. Who's number yeah. four of the four left? And the options are Jason, Connor, Leo, and Wills. Number four for me is Connor. Okay, how come? I just don't, I, there's not much going on with him. Uh, I, I guess I, I liked when he, when he threw the photo in the pool. That was mm. funny. That was good. If a little too much. Okay. <laughs> like, but other than that, he's just a dude with really high hair who <laughs> who is a trainer, I guess. He's a trainer because he played baseball in college, which I totally forgot about. Yeah, me too. Obviously, Connor's going soon because if there's any hope for someone to be, to go far when they are a professional athlete, like that is really maximized about them. Like on Ali Fedotowski's season, her winner, what's his name again? Oh, uh, Roberto. Yes, Roberto was a baseball player, as a baseball player as well. And yeah. he was not like actually professional in any means, but they did a lot of like baseball-related activity. One of her dates was at a baseball field. And so they haven't played that up at all, which just means there's no way he wins. Like even Clay got the football date, you know? Yeah, and he totally. Was, and so if they like had any hopes for Connor, they would have arranged for him to show off that he's good at baseball. Like yeah. in Vegas, they definitely have batting cages. They could have gone to that. For sure. Yeah. I I can't remember a conversation other than the one where he was like, sorry for throwing a photo that he's had with Becca. Yeah. He he was also an instigator of Jordan. So now that Jordan's gone, he kind of like has no purpose. Yeah. Right, I, get him out of here. Yeah. Let, let's go, Connor. You need to go. <laughs> um, I had him at number three. My number four is Jason. I think people like Jason. Jason's um, my number one. He honestly. is? Yes. Oh, my Jason. goodness. Whoa. Make the case for Jason. Well, I mean, like, first of all, obviously, hometown bias. He's from Western New York. And yes. So am I. So he's also a giant Buffalo Bills fan. He, yeah. He yeah. understands so your heartbreak. He's really giving giving us a good name. I get, He hasn't done much uh, Becca-wise, <laughs> I guess, but he's just a really cool guy. He's so funny. And when I think the moment when Jordan and David were having one of their, like, standoffs— and it was the most awkward thing ever. They cut to Jason, who was just like, that was awesome. <laughs> Which he's just like a good, he's like the chorus of this season. And uh, he's doing it for me. I love this guy. Jason's hair is really something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason reminds me of a Family Ties character. Like he would have been the Democratic friend to Alex P. Keaton's yeah. Republican or something. I like, mean, look, he's a banker, like, all the way. He's got an MBA, man. I like yeah. it. He's got a higher degree. I actually, I, I take it back. I, I said that Blake seemed like he might be the most normal. Jason is definitely the most normal. Jason, just that great Western New York, oh, amazing personality. A D3 athlete is, yeah, amazing personality from Western New York. <laughs> um, he's a D3 athlete. He played soccer. Yeah, I actually know people who played soccer with him. You do? Say he's a great dude. Really? Yeah. Are you being honest about that? I'm being totally serious, yeah. Should I try to get Jason on the pod? I would. I think this guy's got personality. You're talking me into him. I was like, he's fine. He's just got the slicked back hair. I think if he moved to L.A., he would undergo the L.A. makeover. Oh, the, the L.A. Yeah. makeover is very, very yeah. real. 
keep this guy in Seattle. Is that where he lives now, Seattle? Well, yeah, you're, you're I don't right. know why. You're right. Look, I know everything about Jason. You okay? really went deep on him. <laughs> I love this guy. We hit your passion. I can't believe yeah. it. I'm still waiting for the moment where he's somehow shoehorns in a mention of the Buffalo Bills. It's yet to happen. I bet he gets a hometown. And Come that, on. At that point, we'll see your beautiful homeland. Yes, yes. All it has to offer. One thing that seems really good about Jason, who I, I have in as number three, is that he seems like all the other guys like him. And that's always a good sign mm-hmm. to me when he has the approval of his peers, you know? Definitely. Yeah, they're like rooting for him. Yes. And also he seems like a pretty like easy hang. I'm not sure if I'm going to go with fun, but easy. And that's sufficient. Definitely. Like who, who needs more than that? I think his best moments are yet to come, too, based on previews. It seems like he, like, finally gets to go on dates. You're right. Yeah, he's he seems like things are going to turn out for him. Um, where do you stand on Leo, who's my number two? I'm super pro Leo, even though I don't think he has any chances of winning. Nor really should he. He doesn't no, seem like he, he should be in a relationship. <laughs> he seems like he should be, like, replacement level Russell Brand. Like, all the, the parts yeah. that were going to go to Russell Brand in the future from Judd Apatow and Friends, let's just direct those to uh, Leo, right? Yeah, he's just a really good narrator, really. And it's really good hair. Amazing hair. Really good hair. He's, he's just there for a good time. He's not. I don't think he's really that worried about dating someone. He's kind of just like, yeah, let's go to Vegas. Similar to all these other people, though, like, why do I, why do we like Leo? What was his best moment other than, um, I believe, when they played dodgeball? That, that was, yeah, his I, was best gonna, I was gonna say dodgeball. It I mean, good. other than that, though, he hasn't gotten to talk. Jordan and David took up so much of the airspace and then Lincoln a little bit, too. It's like the only way you really get Becca's attention this season is by being a problem on a group date. It's true. It's uh, true. It's sad. Otherwise, you just kind of get ignored. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't think Leo's had a conversation with Becca. Me neither. I, I don't think many of them have, though. Like, neither has Connor. Yeah, true. It's weird. It's really strange. It's because, like, they're not problematic enough or something? Yeah. And Leo's, Leo's kind of just, like, going with the flow and being like, oh, it's weird that these guys are fighting. And then he just, like, sits there and has a drink. He's kind of having the best experience, though, because he doesn't have to do much. Clearly Definitely. not going to win. Definitely getting good exposure for his acting career. And he doesn't even have to fake it. Like, he has come in as an actor. Right, yeah. So it doesn't even matter. He doesn't have to, like, go for—I'm sure he will do fab fit fun afterwards. But there's no pretense of him, like, having a real career and then pivoting afterwards. Like, oh, you're no longer working in sales? You're no longer a life coach for for salespeople? And now you're just pushing product on Instagram? With Leo, it'll be a seamless transition. He was already hawking like random cider before the season started. So, oh, so it's in his. He's in just going to up his brands. Yeah. His full name is Leandro Dotavio. Just a fantastic, great. fantastic yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really, really into it. I hope that he gets some big roles after this. I, I could see Me him too. at least being on like a FX comedy or something. All right. We have two left. Who's your number two? We know that Jason's number one for you. Yeah, uh, my number two is Wills. Yeah, Wills is great. He's he's my number one, not to spoil my Wills is just getting better and better. Wills not allowing Chris to win that standoff yes. oh my was God. definitely the best thing that's happened all season. Truly iconic moment. <laughs> I re- staring. I really loved it. Um, he also was so calm. He does this thing that that is always a successful tactic in a fight or in a confrontation, which is remaining like unshakably calm so that Mm -hmm. even if the other person is correct, you get so deep inside their head that they have to question whether or not, (laughs) whether or not they are right. And that's what Wills did to Chris. And it, it worked masterfully. 
It was so good. It was he was the perfect foil. I thought that he was wearing a monogram sweatshirt this whole time, but it turns out that's actually from the company Jack Wills, which I should have known. Oh. I have a Jack Wills dress. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, oh, he just he just likes his name. Yeah, which I support. But it turns out it's actually from the company Jack Wills, which is great. A nice British sportswear brand. Also, was he wearing a male romper at the yes. Wayne Newton date? Yes, he was. He was Amazing. indeed. I was on board. He yeah. pulled it off. Cam Newton style. He was he was making <laughs> yeah. it work for him. Yeah, he's he's been getting a little bit more adventurous with his suits and his outfits. I know as he, the season goes. Um. All right, Andrew. Thanks for recapping these dudes with me. Let's just quickly talk about the Bachelor in Paradise cast. Cool. So it's coming as per usual, August seventh. Not that far away. It's about five weeks or so. Um. Yeah. Here's who we got. Angela from Nick's season. I have no idea who that is. Do you? I didn't recognize her at all. Me neither. I, I'm like, I'm not sure I've ever seen her before. I, I don't know where she came from. Um, Annalise from Ari's season. She was pretty good. I support this because I feel like they'll use it as an excuse to do more uh, flashbacks, which I loved. That's true. Those were really fun. And I bet there's like many more fears of hers to mine. Definitely. Definitely. A- Astrid from, the, from Nick's season. And I didn't remember her, but neither did Nick. He was on the pod earlier this week, and he, <laughs> he couldn't remember her name for, like, a good two minutes. It was really yeah. funny. Yeah. Nah. She'll be fine. She's, like, in Bachelor Nation. It's good when when they're in the mix, because then they, like, have pre-existing drama that they can have play out on right. screen. So I, I like that. Bibiana from Ari Season and Winter Games. Love yeah. Bibiana. She's good. Who She's says good no? for TV. Yeah. Chelsea, who's looking great. And Chelsea, I really, I got back in on. I was against her, and now I was, by the end of the season, Crystal was so much worse that I decided I like Chelsea. Yeah, I don't know. I think she, maybe she should, uh, you know, spend time with her, her child. That's a good point. I forgot <laughs> she has a kid. <laughs> Paradise she, is not a place for moms. She cries about kid, her kid, like, being away from her kid all the time. It's just like, well, stop doing the bachelor. That's a good point. I always held that against Amanda Stanton, so to be consistent, I will hold it against Chelsea. Great point. David, out from the two-on-one, straight to paradise. I bet yeah. he doesn't last long there. No. I, I'm i so anti-David. Everyone really turned on him. I'm trying to get him on the show. I bet he'll be a good guest. He's articulate, at least. Yeah. Talks maybe talk. too much. He talks a lot, so he'll be great. <laughs> um, Eric from Rachel's season. Love Eric. He deserves better oh, than yeah. paradise, but he'll be good to have. Yes. Excited about that. Joe, Grocer Joe. Yeah. Grocer Joe. He got the LA makeover. He's looking like um uh, He uh, looks so much better. He oh looks so much better. He also <laughs> kind of looks like Darren Chris from Glee and also yeah. American Horror Story, American Crime Story. <laughs> he's wearing Yeah, and in this photo he's wearing these these bathing suit trunks that Joe from Chicago would never wear. I believe Becca helped him buy those. There were I think that after her season before Paradise, she like went to Chicago. I saw it on social media and like wow. helped him buy that. So it was like it's like a whole thing. <laughs> I, America, Did you know Joe has Joe has merch? He does. Yeah, Joe the grocer has merch. I didn't that know that. <laughs> oh my god, I need to check that out. Um, similarly, uh, JoJo the Bachelorette launched a clothing line. It's called Fletch, as in JoJo Fletcher. Mm. Not that into it. Yeah. Whatever, JoJo. Keep doing you. She's just trying to be famous. It's fine. Joe is just looking really good. He's gonna he's in a clean up yeah, in paradise. Good for, him. good for him indeed. John of Venmo. Cool. Yeah. I'm happy for him too. I feel like he'll also do well. He'll be finds love. Jordan. I don't think Jordan will find love, but I'm sure we'll be no. getting a lot of him. Yeah, it'll be fun. Kendall's back from Ari season. I good. bet I bet she'll be the most coveted of the women for, for the beginning. I agree. Definitely. Kenny the wrestler. Yeah. Good, feel good about that. Yeah, he's good. Um, Kevin from Winter Games. Feel great about that. <laughs> I love Kevin. And also, he's made for paradise. He's fresh off a breakup with Ashley. 
Perfect. And we, we know Ashley gets uh, engaged in paradise, so I wonder how he's going to feel about that. Yeah. I don't think Ashley and Jared ever got together without Kevin in the picture first, so he should, like, I hope he, like, gives it his <laughs> blessing. Um, Crystal from Ari season. That's a real downer. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's going to be interesting to see what she does now that everyone knows that she was faking a voice for an entire season. That was so strange. I I just <laughs> I don't want more of her, you know? No, definitely not. Um Nick from this season, I have no idea who this is. He definitely did not speak on the show. He's the guy who wore a tracksuit to one of the rose ceremonies. Oh. <laughs> Which, if he only wears tracksuits, I'll be on board with this. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize that. Great call, Andrew. Um, Nisha Norris from Ari Season. She also barely got to talk. Yeah, definitely. Don't know much about her. Tia, as we knew, was coming. So I guess Colton obviously ends up in the show. Maybe second wave? Yeah. So Colton, he's going to come. Baka, definitely going. There's no way she's not. I don't know who else, though. Like, I'm, Those are the two that we know will be cycled in. I'm interested to see who else gets cycled in. As soon as you couple up, you should have to be out. Mm-hmm. I really hope that we get a lot of new people in. Same. That's my take, Andrew. Thanks so much for coming on this pod today. Yeah, no problem. I'll be back on Monday. There's still an episode. July 4th may be looming, but I'll be back. Thanks again to Lola and to Sunglass Hut at Macy's and uh, once again to Andrew Godadaro. Don't forget to check out the rest of the shows on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Juliette Littman and I'll be back on Monday.